Welcome to the On Topic Podcast. Thank you for listening to this podcast. It's a weekly podcast where we talk about a specific subject each week, and it's a different subject each week, and we try and stay on topic. Joining me as ever is my glamorous co-host, John. I quite like the over-enunciation in your intro. It's good. Well, that's what this they do. That's what they do. The... I liked it. I yeah, liked that's, it. That's, that's how you do it in top media. Top Professional media. man. Professional. Apart from Terry Wogan was the exception. <laughs> I don't mean Terry. Oh, I love Terry. What a man! What a but, man! Uh, yeah, but he didn't. Uh, I wouldn't say he enunciated. Ah, I've just turned my mic up a bit because I realised it was a bit low in the last episode, just behind the scenes. So I've changed that. Well, be... sounds all right to me. Tip top topper then. Right, I didn't turn it up a lot. Um, what are we talking about? Is the way you do it, isn't it? What are we talking about, John? Right before everybody runs away. Don't worry, right? It's not going to be stressful. It is. We're going to talk about funerals in an amusing way. Yeah. yeah. Rather than, so if you are, if there's a trigger for you. If you're I listening promise, to this at a funeral, don't worry. Yeah, probably concentrate on what's going on. <laughs> Unless it's virtual and you don't really like them. If it's one of those online ones, just nod. Yeah. No, they can't see you. Your camera's not on. Don't worry about it. Just watch we're what's happening. We're not laughing at your funeral. We're not laughing at your dad's funeral. Unless you want about us, your dad, unless you want us to, yeah, I would can. consider that. Yeah, I mean, I mean we are really. If you if you give me some money, I will turn up and do that. I didn't know him. It's fine. But, yeah. So don't think about your losses when listening to this. Yeah. <laughs> think about ours. Yeah. Just <laughs> so. think about. Just think about how unusual funerals are. That because exactly. ultimately, all all humans should just be taken to the skip. Oh. <laughs> Or, or just do burn them in your own house. Oh, a, there are countries where it's very similar to that. You do something quite similar to that. Yeah. Very, yeah. Everyone's got a garden. And if you haven't, just leave it on the neighbours. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we'll get to that when we get to that. Uh, we're talking about funerals. We're talking yeah. about funerals, aren't we? Which is a ceremony uh, we provide to someone with no conscious consciousness yeah well they're dead <laughs> yeah, yeah okay i think we all know i think most people know what a funeral is um the as we always do what was what was the first funeral you went to how old were you that's a good I question don't know. Uh, yeah we, we we don't um yeah we don't die oh that's handy <laughs> yeah no so i was too young to be trusted to go to my grandma's funeral. Right. Who died very young. Um, you were 24. Yeah, no, yeah, quite. Yeah. Um, and then it was quite a long time till anyone else expired in my family. So I was quite old, I think. I'm going with I'm very similar. I think my, well, I, one grandparent died before I was born, so I didn't go to that one. Um, the other two died in the 80s, like 86, 87, so I was only like five or six, yeah, and they didn't do not, that. Yeah. And then my when my nan died, I think it's probably late to go to your first funeral. I was 20 when my nan that's died. That's very late. That's, yeah, that's very late. I was 20, yeah. So so that was the first funeral I ever went to. I was 20. Um, only one, like, it's fine. My nan outlived her friends and she was in a she went a, she was in a care home for five years six years so it was quite sparse the, yeah the audience yeah. was very thin on the ground yeah. there was 
Uh, like, a bitch. That added to it. <laughs> <laughs> there was that like, that that sure. there's like eight, there's probably about eight to ten family members and plenty. Uh, plenty. And there was no um, friends because they were dead or they didn't know she died. We did the funeral, the funeral announcement went in the paper as, as, as you do. Um, and I would think there was a couple of carers who'd got to know her at the, because she was there, she was there five or six years. So, but my nan is also, she'd got, she'd had dementia for all that time. So yeah. she, we'd kind of said goodbye to her consciousness basically mm. some time ago, because you couldn't engage. She thought her sons who were in their sixties were uh, about nine and seven. So she didn't engage with them or us. Um so that's why I'm allowed to make a joke about it. Well, yeah. because the only thing was before we went in, I back then I was a smoker and we were standing outside waiting for the funeral car, the hearse to turn up with my nan in. And oh no, we weren't. We all went in the car, the family cars. So we went in the car. Yeah. Weird thing was we had to cross the M25, like in the car. So we had to go down, we had to go onto the slip road. Um turn around the next roundabout and come back. The pallbearer, as they do, walk in front of the car. He walked down in front of the car down the slip road on the M25. And I was just thinking, like, I understand that's your job, but get in the fucking car. Yeah. That's a that's well yeah, I don't know why the some parts of it obviously date back bit like quite far, but some bits they could really do in modernising. That, but, that's hard. Uh, the drive through the whole we... walking in front of a car thing. Yeah, because we did that all the way through the middle of like uh, town, which was Radlett. Yeah, where... and it's like, oh, come on, I'm trying to get to golf. Yeah, well, kind of. But there's some sweet bits, isn't there? Like old men will take their hat off as they if they see a hearse kind of thing, maybe nod your way, or as you say, my name was a bitch, so people were just sticking their fingers. They were. <laughs> there's a brilliant, um, uh, there's a brilliant cricket joke about that. Uh, a funeral car, uh, uh, the bowler's about to run in and bowl, and right. the funeral car goes past, it starts going past. So he stops, takes his hat off, you know, dips his head, the car goes past, he runs in and bowls, and uh, the umpire goes, Oh, that was very respectful of you to wait for the funeral car to go past. And he said, Oh, it's the least I could do. She's a good wife to me for 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. That's proper, isn't it? <laughs> so, what I was going to say, the the thing was, oh, yeah. Turned... So he managed to maneuver his way down the M25 by foot. Yeah, and then we got he got in the car. Thank God. And then we got to the crematorium. And... Does he chant something as well? You're like, she's dead. She's no, dead. <laughs> not. Well, the she's windows dead. were shut. It was uh, cold. Probably <laughs> so saying you... it in his head. Yeah, probably. We got to the crematorium. Very, very pretty um, place. We were standing outside having a cigarette before. I'm sure that's what it was before we kind of filed in. And my uncle, now imagine this as a cliffhanger. My uncle said, ah, oh, I wonder if her nephew's going to turn up. And I didn't know there was a nephew. And this, I've got to use his language, right, by the way, because this, this could be a little bit controversial, what I'm going to say about him saying that. And I said, okay. And he went, ah, oh, no, I mean niece. And I said, right. Nan had a niece. I don't, I don't, Nan never ever spoke of a niece. And he said, I'm going to make up the name. He said, yeah, Nicola, her sister's daughter. And I said, oh, 
okay. And he said, well, she might have read it in the paper, so she might turn up. And I said, oh, okay. How would I recognise her? And he said, well, she's got one leg and she's a transsexual, so I reckon she's going to stand out. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> Every time the door made a noise during the service, I'm, I am um, sneaky eyes back. Yeah. <laughs> Look at- Looking for who my uncle described as a one-legged transsexual. You have got to be careful what you say at funerals. What a w- thing. Was he not supposed to let that slip then? There uh, must be no. more to that. In a way, there must be more to that. How do you have a secret niece? Uh because she's from she was from Newcastle, uh um, and they kind of lost touch, didn't really talk to her oh, okay, sister fine. that much. That was all it was. Oh, right. And 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 she, and the niece had lost a leg in a motorbike accident years before. But I, he, she just never said it. It yeah. never it never came up in conversation. <laughs> but she had a she had a transsexual niece with one leg. And I just thought that'd be interesting. You got you certain things you just can't say it feels like um uh can you hear scratching? no you've definitely checked her pulse you know things like that i don't know if you find they go in seasons as well you kind of in your life you'll end up going to a few and then none for ages and then oh yeah they like buses they do really are (laughs) you just think i don't want to do another one of these this is horrible not doing this yeah i don't know it's i don't know it's, I mean, Scott, the, the other problem is, and I think this is probably very British. Yes. Um, We're sort of locked in between things, societal things that are religious based that we still have to do, even though widely as a society, we're not religious. Yeah. And I've never been, weirdly, I was thinking about this. I've never been to a funeral that's not, even though the person being uh, the, the 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 subject of the funeral, I wouldn't think of them as religious. But I've never been to a humanist ceremony. They sound way better. Yeah. Throughout my nans, you have to kind of like she never went to church, so they had to guess the hymns. So one of them was "All Things Bright and Beautiful," which I can only believe that my uncle or my dad was the only hymn they could remember. Somebody went, "What was a favourite?" And they went, "All Things Bright and Beautiful." And Ooh, that, they what a brilliant that. segue! Do you know what we're going to do now? Oh, go for it. We're going to do the 10 most popular funeral songs. Oh, can I guess a couple? Yeah, of course you can. Okay, I'm going to say people who think... You could probably guess them all if you put your mind to it. Well, I can definitely get two in there. Right, two that... Oh, okay, right, I'm going to do three. Right. Uh, Right, there is My Way, Frank Sinatra. That is number one. It always. Um, I'm going to say for people who think they're funny, but it isn't funny, it's always look on the bright side of life. Yes, that is number 10, Eric Idle. Absolutely terrible choice. Um, And I'm going to put a religious one in there and say, um, damn it, my brain's let me down. Okay, I'll go with all things bright and beautiful. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Amazing Grace is what I was going to say. Uh, not on this list. Oh, fair dues. Fair dues. Okay. Okay. Number 10. Did you, all things bright and beautiful, not on there? No. Oh, fair It's more of a christening song, isn't it? I don't know. It's just a nonsense load of crap. Well, is um, Amazing Grace not on there either? No. Wow. Okay. Number 10. Always look at the bright side of life. Eric. Terrible. Oh. Never do. It's not funny. Uh, I mean, it's good in the film. It's good in the film. Awful. For people. It's the most cliche shit to do it. Don't pick it. If it's down on your list, take it off. <laughs> yeah, I also feel like... Yeah... I don't know. I don't know. What, I don't know what you're trying to say with that. me either. But I just think if that's the thing, go with "Slap My Bitch Up" by the Prodigy. 
right? Because that people won't be expecting. If that's yeah. the element you're going for, that's probably quite, that's probably like top twenty though. Um, <laughs> okay, number nine, we'll meet again, Vera Lynn. Okay, kind of makes sense. Spooky. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, you okay, raise me up, Westlife. That's got to be the other version. You, you raise me up is by thing is. Oh, they got Westlife on there. Yeah. Oh, Christ. Fair enough. Well, they, it's, they did a famous version of it, didn't they? Nah, the more famous version is the American singer who's like Buble. He was in the office once, wasn't he? I can't remember his name. But that, that song. I know what you mean. Um, Number seven, Unforgettable, Nat King Cole. Brian. Unforgettable. <laughs> so that sound like if you're wondering. Um, this one, this is a fairly up to date list. I'll tell you for why. This is a fairly recent song. Robbie Williams, Angels. Ed Sheeran, Supermarket Flowers. Oh, okay. Have you heard it? No, I've not heard it. It's that. a very sad song. It, it makes me a bit. Uh... Uh, oh, that means his thingy on there, Bly, what's his name? James, James Blunt, is he on there? No. No, fair enough. But <laughs> I've um, not heard two market plans, no. You're on track with this one, number five, Angels, Robbie Williams. Oh, yeah, I, did, I suspected Angels. It just kind of popped into my head. People think it's well-written, it's not. It sort of works, though, doesn't it, if you believe in Fine. all that? Because, you you know, you, you're loving, now loving Angels instead because they're dead. Yes. Not people anymore. <laughs> uh, Wind Beneath My Wings, Bette Midler. That's not bad. It's actually that that isn't that bad because she actually does knock it out of the park with Bette Midler. Does with that song? It's not bad. Is it? Do you ever know that you're my hero? Is it that same song? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Fuck. I was talking about music. It's amazing. <laughs> That's the one with the fiddle in it, isn't it? Probably. All right then. This will challenge you. Go for it. I'm gonna say. The artist, and you're going to say the title. Okay. Eva Cassidy, number three. This. And my friend, right? She's only famous for two songs. I know what I know. What that one will be. Your friends with Eva Cassidy? No, no. My friend played it at his wedding. Right. He played Fields of Barley by Sting, which that's not what it is, but that's the one no, song she's famous for, which she did in the cancer advert. He played that as the first dance. It's terrible as a first dance track because everyone <laughs> I know I told him as well everyone's going to be we're married now I wish we'd die cancer advert um, but you you are um, Somewhere Over the Rainbow by Eva Cassidy that's what I'm going to say that's right uh, we were forced to change our first dance our wedding um, because one of our friends pointed out a lyric did I ever told you that? no uh, we wanted Caravan of Love oh excellent yeah, except it's not, but it's by the house mind. But you're close. Yeah, same thing. Same guy. Yeah. Um, and then a friend pointed out there's this line in it where he goes, uh, "She's my, uh, he's my brother." Yeah. She's my sister, don't you know? It's a socialist, oh, and that's a yeah. It's a socialist anthem, really. But yeah, but yeah, it's weird. I agree with you. So, <laughs> like, we it, if they hadn't said that, we'd been fine with it. But because they pointed that out, we had to change it. I pointed out the person who did the other one, Eva Cassidy, um, they did Sting, Fields of Barley. But I I chose the second song. You know, the one where you dance with your dad or whatever, not me, the bride. Um, and I picked the song because it had a lyric in it. My Girl. Was, 
No, I can't remember what it was now. <laughs> but it was one of the lyrics is was basically he's thick and because <laughs> that was true. And yeah. and she's a bit of a bitch. And that was why I picked that song. And they went with it. And people enjoyed it a lot more than their cancer song. So fine. Andrea Pacelli and Sarah Brightman. Oh, I know the track, but I wouldn't be able to tell you what it was. It's for the Olympics. To say goodbye. Yeah, they sung it at the Olympics, didn't they? I don't know. No. I think so. N- number two. And then, as we said, uh, My Way. Ah, oh, terrible. Number one. Well, it w- I mean, it works, I guess. We can segue into a segue. Are there some better ideas? What we could come up with better ideas? <laughs> and what would you? Well, we I could was do thinking... some funny ones. Well, I was thinking, have you? I I've got mine. Mine would be, I've got. I know what I would want. Um, and I, God, it's Friday. By the way, it's Friday today. So I'm another one bites the dust, Queen. <laughs> Slap my bitch up is a good one. Oh, I know. Yeah, okay. Sorry, right. I've got two segues, but I won't do it. My, Sexy um... Anne, I know it. LMFAO. <laughs> <laughs> if her name's Annie, you can Friday. Just... Rebecca you can... Black. You can go Michael Friday, Jackson. Friday. <laughs> <laughs> um, I uh, but the the I I would go. My what would your funeral song be? Bye bye bye. NSYNC. <laughs> <laughs> I really imagine you not giving it like caring because no, I, I wouldn't thinking... give a. Sh- I honestly, I I don't know if it's a thing, but I. My will will stay no ceremony. Oh, really? I don't know. Is that a thing? Can you do yeah, that? Yeah, you. But I will warn you because I used to work with a lot of old people who tend to die. That is a very odd one because the person who won't be blamed for the no funeral isn't you. Yeah. Oh it's well, just put whatever. Yeah, just do that because I know a really brilliant, very stoic old lady who died, and she said. She said to her daughter, don't do a funeral because it's bollocks. She basically said, everyone just talks bollocks about how nice person you are. This is an amazing thing to say. She said, everybody says all this stuff about what a nice person you are. And she said of herself, the one thing I would never be described as is nice. (laughs) Which was true, but an odd thing to be so reflective about. They're all going to be old about what a nice person I am. And I'm not. And I thought, holy shit. Anyway, she didn't have one. And uh, everybody blamed her daughter. And her daughter had to come and see me um, in my office and say, is everybody, I've got this funny feeling. There's like this like, weird atmosphere. And I was like, yeah, everyone blames you. If I'm not having a funeral. <laughs> and she was like, to South Africa. And she was like, why have they? Why didn't they ask? And I said, they just don't bother. They just blame you. <laughs> yeah. So well, well no, a, I wouldn't want to cause any problems. I'll just have one then. They had to have a ceremony of Thanksgiving about a month after she died, just to get it over and done with. Because people want a free sandwich. <laughs> My dad said he wanted um, um, Jerusalem. So now I, okay. can't, I can't listen to that song now. <laughs> Gets me really upset instantly. Yeah, that's the, that's a difficult one. Fuck up other people with that. <laughs> I would I would pick a man you don't meet every day by the Pogues if I had. Nice. I I thought I quite like that. It's not very Shane McGowan doesn't sing the lead, so it's it is quite a good track actually. So I, for me, I'd pick that. Um, what are you going with? Grandma got run over by a reindeer. That's not by bad. Elmo and Patsy. 
There was a little bit of me that wouldn't mind writing on my will that I went to whatever McDonald's were using as their theme uh, tune at the ha, time. Ha, you're dead by Green Day. Good riddance by Green Day would be quite good. Yeah. It? Yeah. People would be singing along to that. I'll tell you one. This or, is te- what's that? Is there any good uh, Tenacious um, D songs? Uh, Fucker Gently. <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> That'd be quite <laughs> random. <laughs> It was Nan's favourite. <laughs> Just as the coffin goes out to that. Uh, this is a little bit of a segue. My mother is a preacher, as I've said before. Oh, and yeah. She has... Well, she's got some funeral stories. She's rubbish at telling them. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> there was a chap who used to go to her uh, church. Uh, she, she's not because she's like a lay minister so she goes to different churches she doesn't have her own she just attends church on a weekly basis but she's always like a malingerer she's always doing something like counting money or whatever so people know she's you know she's the woman to be in charge there was a an elderly lady and her son used to come to church and her son had got um some learning difficulties and and uh, but him and his mum, every Sunday, one thing they definitely did was come to church. And they'd sit through the service. And then his mum suddenly died and he was left alone. And my mum said to him, no, I know you're going to struggle with um, organising the funeral, but I'd really like to help you, you know, if we go through some stuff so we can just tick it off. Because she'd got a co-op funeral plan, hadn't she? And he said, yeah, yeah. And she said, oh, OK, well, we'll just go through some of the things they're going to ask. Do you know what her favourite flowers were? And he said, like, daisies. She said, well, that's perfect, isn't it? Because we can get that and we can have that. We'll talk to the co-op and we'll get the daisies. She's, and he said, oh, OK, OK. She said, um, no, you just, you've got to pick a coffin, you know, these. You just kind of go with whatever you like. So it doesn't really matter, you know, dark wood or light wood or whatever, whatever you want. If you want one of these cardboard, like, reinforced things, that's fine as well. Oh, she quite liked this, the furniture in the room. And so my mum said, OK, well, that's done, isn't it? So we know we've got daisies and we've got that. Do you know what favourite hymns were? And he'd like said like that. Isn't this all the questions a funeral director asks? Yeah, but he would have had difficulty communicating with something oh, right, he, didn't, okay, he didn't know. That's why my mum was sat with him. And she, she's like, well, I'll just ring up. So we can just do the whole thing together. Just get it bish bash bosh done. Yeah, cool. Good and she And he also wanted her to play at the funeral because she plays organ or piano or whatever people want at a yep. funeral quite often and they said you know what's your favorite she, he said oh it's quite like shine jesus shine and she went oh okay no that's fine and blah blah, blah. She, and he then she said no last thing you got to do is you want to pick a piece of music that'll be played when your mum's coffin goes out of the crematorium because you get a choice whether coffin goes out or whether a curtain comes across then the coffin goes out and during that they like to play a song that's something your mum liked you know and it don't don't worry it doesn't have to be a hymn it can be a pop song or just any piece of music that she really liked and they'll play that just as the curtain comes over or coffin goes out and he said oh okay she said, did she have a favorite band and he said she quite like take that is that all right i said don't matter don't matter if it's all right but anybody else just it's what's important is that it was her favorite, you know, players and stuff. Did she have a favorite favorite song that you can think of offhand that she liked to listen to? She quite liked Could It Be Magic? <laughs> My mum went, Well, no, not that. <laughs> that would have been immense. Relight My Could Fire. Could it be magic now? <laughs> Relight My Fire. That would have been great. Weirdly, 
just I wasn't even going to say this. At my great uncle's, they pressed the wrong track on the CD. You know, you give them a CD. Yeah. I'd never do this. I, if I've ever dealt with that, I've burnt one track onto a CD because of this problem. Yeah, they get the track number wrong. They gave the funeral people the CD and said track thirteen, and the old dear put it on track twelve. And as the thing closed, it was uh, "Relight My Fire" with Lulu. Brilliant. But the only thing that was quite funny was that the congregation, because sadness and happiness, as emotions go, aren't that far apart. No, not, definitely not. So everyone pissed themselves. Like nobody, there was no complaints, nobody moaned, nobody. Right? They just played "Relight like My Fire" and everybody laughed. Mm, fair it enough. just worked. Okay, so, right. Yeah. Double. Here's uh, here's a real funeral happening from my life. My gra- my grandma died in the first wave of COVID. Right. So, uh, the funerals were virtual. We all had to watch on. Oh television. yeah, of course. We had to did. watch on our laptops and what have you, and uh, they were just filmed it and sort of did it. And I I wrote a eulogy for it. Because I don't know why, but that seems to always be my sort of job. Uh, so I did. I wrote the thing, and then that was read out by some bloke there as part of the thing. Um, however, their internet's rubbish at the funeral, so oh, no one got crikey. to watch any of it because it was internet was like all breaking up and like lagging, and so we're all ringing each other. You know, like, can you, you actually watch it? Is it is it playing? For no, no, it's lagging. <sighs> Everyone's like furious and that, uh, but we did get the v- recording. We could download the recording afterwards, and uh, so we just watched it then. But it was very surreal. That is quite surreal. So did your did yours work? Your speech. He, he, well, I got to watch it after. I got to watch him read my speech after. Right, but in real Not time, juttery. So it's absolute nightmare. But I think it's what it's what she would have wanted. <laughs> I did attend. I, I had to. Of my friend of mine died, um, not of COVID, but during, but during COVID. I think it was like the second wave. And his wife asked that that I tune in. There was only like ten or how many people it was there, like five people or something. Yeah. Um. So I so I tuned in, and 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 it was very surreal thing. To, yeah. to to sit and do and i it was very odd because i was at work as well but i made sure i kind of portioned it off yeah so i wasn't doing i wasn't like half arsed oh well at everyone had like yeah everyone had agreed to like oh well, i said i i went to my mum's i said i'll watch it with you so you're not something you're rather and all that very 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 strange surreal times but even made even more surreal by the fact it flipping work <laughs> yeah ridiculous really you do think in this day and age some, something would have been done we don't have to do that well they said it was it must have been a bit of an, a real anomaly because obviously they'd have loads of complaints if every single funeral was like that yes but anyway yeah so that was that talking of funerals i thought it would be interesting to have a look at what type of funerals you can have in the uk okay so forget cryogenically frozen um that's the one thing I would say yeah. that isn't in there is is being cryogenically frozen because yeah you'd have to be very organised <laughs> and from what I remember they either cryogenically frozen freeze your body you're better off being a cadaver or your head 
until they find the cure for death and then they undefrost you in a microwave. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's one famous person they say has been cried, but I think it's not true. I think what, it's Disney. A, yeah, but I don't think it's true. I've got a funny feeling. He messed it I... right up because he was dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's got to find a cure for that is more difficult. You're supposed, to, you're supposed to do it like a week before you're going to do oh, it. Oh, are you supposed to? Yeah, so that yeah, yeah, so then no one would do that though, would they? Because you don't know if you're right. So you know, so if it's like you're dying of like, a, I don't know, cancer. Let's just say cancer. Yeah, yeah. I knew you're trying to avoid it. <laughs> cancer. Any, anyone would. As, as soon as they cure that incurable disease that'll never be cured, then you're straight back in the game, aren't you? It's like, oh, you got your cancer in the nineties. We fix that now, bosh. Christmas would be awkward. <laughs> Congratulations, you know, a ninety-year-old bloke. If your great great, 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 great uncle turned up at Christmas, (laughs) you'd be like, really? Do you have to buy him a present? (laughs) (laughs) Awkward awkward conversation as well. Someone like that you froze up in the 90s. Yeah, yeah. Yo, where's me? Where's me? The Vauxhall Astra. (laughs) Oh, you're not allowed to use combustibles anymore. Oh, right. Are you sure? You know, all that sort of stuff. Can I at least have a cigarette? A what? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It would be weird. Right. So, obviously, the obvious one is you can have a traditional funeral, which we kind of talked about. Um, And that's number one in the list. What do you even mean by that? So, a traditional funeral they've got. Where they bury you, you mean? uh, Whether they didn't, it doesn't really distinguish, but they could, you can either have a cremation or an internment. I've been to both. um, And. They're weird. Um, crematorium is quite easy. An internment where they bury you in the ground or a crematorium where they... I'd never agree to waste so much space. Yeah. Um, the two people I've been to, one of them was not... Uh, it, it's uh, traditional for the um, for their nationality to be interred. So no, it's not... Play. That's just one of those things. And the other person... Um, I don't even know why I did that. It was all well. The other thing is, it, it's a very extended day with the well, yeah, the you stuff. don't with the with the old other one, you don't have to stand outside, which is good. Yeah, that's the well, we, yeah, you have to go to because the churchyard and the funeral was separate, so you have to go to the funeral and then you go and then you go to the yard and do the thing. Actually, both were like that. Yeah, anyway, so it's typically held in a place of worship, like a church, and presided over by a religious official. The casket or urn is present, and the family play play or sing songs in memory memory of the demised. Sometimes, uh, sometimes any of them can deliver a eulogy. That's what you just said. That's fine. Uh, number that was number one. That was the religious one. Number two, which I've never been to, is a non-religious funeral. Um, but never been to a crematorium? No, 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 no. I've never been to a humanist service. So there's always been a minister at the front. Right. Um, or, you know, whoever. Yeah, I know what you a, mean. a right reverend, whatever. They've generally been fine, but yeah, they're, they're not. I've never been to a humanist one where they don't talk about heaven and Jesus. It's always yeah. a little bit of a heaven and Jesus. Yeah, I suppose. I was at a service once and. Um, my, uh, I can tell this actually. I was bit, being a bit wary of family members who might be offended, but this isn't offensive, it's fine. When my grandfather in law, let's call him that for that, um, died, 
my father-in-law organized the funeral and he went to choose well afterwards all the way through the guy doing the funeral was he did this really weird thing that only a born-again christian would do he said he said midway through the service he went i just want to take a pause here right because i feel a lot of people are probably feeling buried down about about the, the passing and uh yeah, it can be a really difficult thing. Mentally, it can be very, very difficult. But I want to let everybody know that there's someone here today who can help you talk through your feelings and and help you with the grieving process, or whether that's depression or anxiety or whatever, but mentally help you get through. Yeah? And everybody was like, right, and he went, and that's Jesus. Yeah. And, and he carried on doing the whole, the whole thing. He is good at that sort of stuff. And my father-in-law came out after the funeral, that bit where you're all standing as the family. And he said to me, he went, he, he just came in close and went, how did that go? And I, I, it was all right. And he went, yeah. And I went, I wasn't expecting Jesus to be there. That was quite good. <laughs> <laughs> and he went, yeah. And I said, it was a, it was a bit Jesus heavy. And he said, yeah, I picked the wrong minister. And he went, I went, what? And he said, you know, the minister that we know who dealt with the, um, the grandmother, I said, yeah, yeah, Charles. And he went, that's his name. And I went, right. He said, when I was here picking it, I didn't remember his name, but I knew he had a beard. And when I was looking at the board with all the ministers on, two of them had, two of them had got a beard. And then he looked at me in the face and he went, it was 50-50. <laughs> yeah. So I ended up with the wrong minister because it was 50-50. Yeah, I had the exact same problem at hairdressers once. <laughs> what, one of them's got a beard? No, I couldn't remember her name, so I just said any or oh, anyone can cut it. But then mm. when I got there, someone else was cutting it. The woman who normally cuts it was really upset. I think you told this on the podcast. Yeah, well, that I'm is good. I've, I've, told, I've told you before, but yeah, yeah, same problem, same problem. So that was a humanist funeral. Now we move on to different types of burial. Oh no, no, we have an three. We have the state um, at the stake. Some reason they split this up like this. They've got religious, non-religious. Three they've got as internment, which is very weird. Four cremation, which is weird. Number five, though, which I didn't think was possible in the UK, burial at sea. Oh yes, yeah. Burial, not ashes. That's the coolest one. The coolest one. Have you seen that Viking one? That's cool as hell. Where they shoot the a flaming arrow. That's awesome. They've got, if you're a more creative one and your precious one was a salty sea dog, he or she could definitely wish for the romantic notion of being buried at sea. Yeah. And I was like, what? So there's different places in the UK you can do this. Uh, They said, if you're thinking about cost, it's a bit expensive. Just your local reservoir. Moreover, (laughs) there are strict rules set by the government. You also have to send a notice to the coroner for your intent to remove the body from the UK. You may need to provide evidence that your proposed sea burial location is suitable. Yeah, so don't do it. <laughs> don't just go down the beach. Um, and a bunch of hassles. But if you want to embrace the maritime connections of your loved ones, but you do want to embrace the maritime connections of your loved ones, don't you? I was like, that is nuts. Why? What? Well, my dad's ex-merchant navy, but I don't think he wants to be lobbed in the sea. I mean, you could sprinkle ashes. Boots on. <laughs> yeah, I assume they've got to weigh it down somehow. But I'd never heard of that in the UK. I didn't know you could be buried at sea. It's littering, isn't it? It's quite bad. 
Mind you. Come up in a drawer. Yeah. Well, this is it. Next thing you know, you're chewing, right? Well, I mean, that's that's the thing, I suppose. I suppose it's perfectly environmentally friendly because the fish eat it. Oh, yeah, fish do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right, so Barry, let's see. That's pretty good. Yeah, number six is Iron one I've squad. actually... <laughs> which is green and woodland funerals. Oh, when right, okay. Bury you. But this, the two versions I've seen of this, because there's a few companies now doing this, uh, there is a woodland burial site not far from here, which I know was selected by a few people in the building I used to run, uh, where they, they get, there's no headstone and there's no grave marker. You just are, they bury you, but they don't bury you six feet deep. You're only two foot deep for environmental reasons. For environmental reasons? Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? It's to do with m- methane, is that if you okay. buried six foot, you decompose so slowly, yeah. m- more slowly over time and release methane. Uh, also, you can't have, I sh- you can't be embalmed, I don't think. Everything's no. always instructed. Anyway, they put you in in a cardboard box or a shroud, and um, yeah, and then bury you in the woodland. And you just, if you want to go and visit that person, you just go back to the woodland yeah, rather than the woods. be obsessed with a marker. But well, the new... that's the, that is a thing, isn't it? The old. Uh, Have you seen the newer one? Where tombstone they... thing, and you got to pop back there on Mother's Day and that, <laughs> and look and... after the stone. Yeah, flowers. Yeah, in our family, they just get scattered on the garden in the crematorium. There's not even a plaque. They, the just newer one in the cellar of the natural burial that I've seen is you're kind of in a fetal position in a sort of hessian sack bound to a the roots of a tree, you know, a new tree, and they bury you like a like a like, like a, like a really bad episode of Cracker. Could you imagine if a really shit detective found this woodland <laughs> yeah, exactly. and, didn't, and didn't see the sign saying it was a burial ground and was like, fucking hell, <laughs> I found the new Fred we West. The, we hit the jackpot. <laughs> <laughs> Coming on Monday to work, the chief inspector, and he's like, what's going on? This is going to sound crazy. Sit down. I have found 300 bodies in the fields. <laughs> That's a nightmare. I did it myself. Happened. I haven't even called in forensics. It is fucking disgusting. <laughs> Yeah, fucking everywhere. Yeah, the giveaway was I saw some lilies and I thought, "What's going on?" Just went home, got a shovel. Get this, Sarge. Time of death: one week apart, in a row, right <laughs> next to each other. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> I've got how many more types of funeral are they? Um, the what that one kind of um. That's kind of it, really. That was the types of funeral. Really. I've got really some awesome oh, facts. I've got some awesome facts. I'll go for awesome facts. Go for awesome facts. Okay. Um, wearing black dates back to Roman times. I'm always... Oh, do you know what? The wearing black thing. Have you been to a funeral where you're not supposed to? Because yeah, I went yeah, I went well, to one. Kind of. Well, I was really... But my, my friend of mine died. He was only about 33. And um, one of the things was dress like a rock star but i couldn't dress like a rock star with a gun to my head because i don't have anything mm. so my version of rock star because i just thought well i the best thing to do you is to look like, holly well to look like i didn't do it like i didn't really do it so it's just i was innocuous so i just wore 
I did wore the same thing. I normally wear dark trousers and yeah. suit, but they didn't wear a tie. Loads of people wear had got like hair and mohawks and like because they do usually, and they were wearing ripped jeans and stuff. But I don't own any of that stuff, so it wasn't yeah. like. It felt weird if I went into Chuckles' fancy dress and went, I'm looking for rock star. So I thought it's best just to bow out. Fair enough. That's pretty cool. Um, the word funeral was first used in the 1300s. Uh, apparently, it was a word created by Chaucer. Right. Uh, father, father of English language. It uh, appeared in Middle English in Knight's Tale and some other bits and bats. Sort of a so it's one of those things where it caught on uh, as a phrase for this event. Uh, flowers and candles were first used to mask unpleasant smells. That makes sense. Yeah, it's why lilies are used. People don't get that. That's what that's what that's about. That death right. thing with lilies. Lilies were a very powerful smell, and it hides the smell of death. You, you see, this is the thing, it's the thing isn't it? Because people are very routine, so. Obviously, there was a really good reason to have candles and flowers two hundred years ago. Yeah, and who are we to stop? You know, you know, or the last week's funeral, you know, that so that went, and it just goes on for hundreds of years, doesn't it? Yeah, it just smells. It's why um, <clears throat> that's uh, not a problem now. Hospital wards used to smell of uh, stink of lilies because of an, like a perfume, basically that they used to get rid of the smell of death was using um, lily of the valley, really, and it it stinks. And the old people don't like it because of that. Yeah, <laughs> just like shit. I just remember someone with their leg blown off. Fuck off. Uh, next, the next one says burials used to be more common than cremation. No shit, Sherlock. Yeah, because they didn't have a crematorium. You bell end. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Victorians popularized carved headstones. Ah, could you, you imagine... see them go back that far? Do you like? I like the other fact, though, telling people, did you know the ground was invented before a crematorium oven? What? (laughs) Was it? Fuck. Before the world's best pizza oven. Yeah, people invented a We had spades. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, yeah, headstones thing. What would your headstone say? What's that really funny Spike Milligan one? I told you Uh, I was ill. Told you I was ill. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. I don't know. They're like a funny T-shirt. It's like it's funny once. Yeah, no, but what can you do? Yeah, yeah. I'd just go with the name, to be honest. If if anything, um, yeah, just my name. That's fine. I would, like, really go out there, like, lover of children, brackets, not like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, really go out to town on it. Give the engraver some work to do. That's quite funny. I do remember there's a quite a famous picture of somebody in the back of a hearse. You know where it says, you know, it normally says you pay for a thing that says, like, mum dad yeah. and there's one driving along and it just says cunt and i've explained <laughs> to people that's not true that's not real and they're like yeah no 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 it was because he was like supposedly he was like really miserable they're like who did it the flower ranger with what do you want written on it just cunt no <laughs> not gonna do that <laughs> just do whatever you want what do you want pedo that seems odd no they're not doing that was that. his nickname <laughs> yeah. <Really>? pedo pete <laughs> uh... <laughs> Rosemary was sometimes used in place of flowers. Same thing. Yeah, it stinks. Yeah, exactly. It just stinks. Uh, oh, this, I knew this and I forgot. Professional mourners were often hired for Roman funerals. They still have professional mourners in yeah, some Yeah, it's still a thing, they? isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember. Is it New Orleans? Well, like that. They well, have professional mourners. Well, yeah, uh, I've heard it's still a thing in America, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
they really go yeah go for it really engage oh yeah that, oh, that's happened i've been at a funeral once when somebody was beside themselves and like like that like scream crying it was you got to earn your money well, yeah, they weren't professional mourner. They were just related. It was, well, it was oh, absolutely right. terrible. It wasn't, it wasn't a young person's funeral. I've been to two of those. They're horrific. But, yeah. Oh, it yeah. Was, like, family member, and it was an expected death, but Jesus. Uh, the first evidence of cremation was 20,000 years ago. Right. Which is weird. Uh, Adam and no. Eve is only, like... 3,000 years ago. Well, um, Hindus still do a pyre, don't they? They put a, a um, in in India, a, build a funeral pyre, and uh, like, that's, a, that's that cremation. Yeah. I suppose, yeah, fair enough. And they put the ashes in the in the Gandhis. Ganges, Gandhis. <laughs> Ganges. Depends how much money you've got, depends how much wood you use as well. So it doesn't work brilliantly sometimes. Mourners used to stop the clocks. When a loved one passed away. How long for? Forever. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. There, there are many different traditions in the history of funerals that we continue today, to do today. However, there's some less commonly practised. One is the ritual of stopping the clocks in the room or the house where the loved one passed away. Right. So I guess it's just literally, you know, so someone was living on their own, <clears throat> dead, stopped the clocks... And then when you sell the house or whatever, bin the clocks. <laughs> right, well, uh, I wonder if that's why that Oasis album is called Stop the Clocks. I think that's probably named after the poem called Stop All the Clocks. I don't know, because it is a bit funerally. It's in Four Weddings and a Funeral. It's, 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 in, it, it, it's really funerally, though. The pit, like the pictures on the album cover. and Yeah, I know. But that's because it's after the poem called Stop All the Clocks. Very oh, well, famous poem. Sure. Uh, ten wakes were originally held in case the deceased returned to life. Yeah, Act. and it, in Southern Ireland, in some cases, when my dad lived in Southern Ireland when he was working, they bring the body to the pub. It's the day before, not the day after. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they would bring the coffin to the pub. And a couple of times he went in the pub and there was a coffin with the lid off, leaning with the body in. And I, my dad, being my dad's like totally like non-emotional human, just would walk in like, after work and be like, da, da, da. "Nope," <laughs> just leave straight away. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. See you yeah. later. <laughs> well, they used to put a bell in the coffin, didn't they? Yeah, supposedly. Just in case the scratching things bollocks, isn't it? That's a complete it's lie. Bollocks. They they were dead. It's it's you know when they go you know if someone's if somebody's been embalmed you do not need to check if they're dead because if they weren't when it started they were at the end. Yeah. I've always thought that one. Like I'm going to sit with him the night before. He's been embalmed. Don't worry about it. There is no fucking way he's alive. Or if he was, he isn't now. Uh, it says obituaries for normal people only started about 150 years ago. Yeah, that makes sense. That's fair enough, isn't it? Did Mark Twain have a? I think an obituary was written for Mark Twain, uh, and he hadn't died. And he said the uh, rumors of my death have been vastly over exaggerated, <laughs> <laughs> which Fantastic. I think is quite funny. Yeah, uh, yeah the average coffin Twain. is a grand. Okay, that's quite more, that's more reasonable than I expected. The average funeral is three and a half. I do think that's a very... Uh, I, I Obviously, there's some great funeral directors, but some of them are uh, 
it's a bit wonky trying to sell somebody a a, a um, coffin they're going to burn. You know, the best one. You just hey. think, who gives a shit? Any well, crap? Yeah, no, but the whole thing's a mugs game. I remember, you just reminded me of a funeral thing. I, this really gave me the... I was laughing, and not not at the... It was at the ridiculousness of the article. In local newspapers, I don't know if you've ever... A lot of people notice this and some people don't. The picture in a local newspaper has to tell the whole story, right? So if someone's shed's been broken into and their stuff's been stolen, they've got to be stood next to the shed with the door open looking miserable. Yes, right? yeah. So we can all tell that's what's happened. There was a family whose father had died and he was quite severely overweight. I think he was about 30-something stone. And the pallbearers couldn't get the... um, There was no insurance for them to carry a a coffin that big, which isn't... They usually put you on a trolley and then they would wheel you in to the funeral as in the most dignified manner possible, but they can't carry you in because the split weight is over 25 kilos per pallbearer, so it can't be done. Yeah, we'll get a fortnight. Yeah, that's what happened. Because he was having an internment when they went to put him when they went to put him in the ground, they used the JCB with forks and picked him up. Yes. And the family said that he that that he lost a lot of dignity when they did that. And they were looking, the picture in the paper was them looking miserable next to a JCB. And I I laughed until tears rolled down my face. Because what do you do? Because you're like you're the newspaper guy and you're like, oh, you know, do you feel he lost some dignity? Yeah, yeah, no, I really think he did. I think it kind of, you know, burst the sort of emotional bubble was the JCB backing up. Beep, beep. That was quite bad. And then whatever. And you're like, yeah. Could you go and stand next to the JCB? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's uh, what is Look it with newspapers? It's terrible. They love doing it. Look miserable next to the JCB. It's what we're after. Yep. Um... Is that your list? Yes. It's effectively that is my list. Yeah, I am. Um, yeah, that is funerals. I think. I think we nailed it. And I what song? A good song. I will survive. Sorry, again. I will survive. Is that isn't bad? Yeah, that's not bad. Staying alive, BGS. You get some. Some people do pick a really great one. Um, uh, I've been at funerals and I just thought oh, that's quite good. And the other thing is, as I. Oh, I haven't told the story. Here we go. I'll end it. Well, I'll, I'll end it with the, this John and Ori story. Right. So, on. as you pointed out, your dad has told you the funeral, the song he'd like played at his funeral. Yeah. And now that has ruined the song for you. Yeah. Which I totally understand. At my uncle's funeral, which was 2019, um, we, my dad, very stoic, unemotional person. I call him unemotional rather than stoic. It's not like he's doing it on purpose. It's just doesn't really react to a lot in life and all the way through the service of his younger brother uh younger brother's funeral service he was unemotional because a lot of it was religious my dad isn't religious etc etc and uh the service was concluded and that was fine and then they said can everybody stand because the coffin's gonna go out and then they played bob dylan's tambourine man which is my dad's big Bob Dylan fan and he remembered his brother playing uh, Tambourine Man on the guitar and as the coffin went out my dad got finally cracked and was quite emotional obviously as it went out 
And uh, as the coffin, when the coffin had gone towards the end of the song, we filed out as you do first rows first, the family kind of out first. And as we went out, uh, walking slowly towards the door, um, my dad had taken off his glasses and was just gently dabbing his eyes. And I leaned down and I grasped his hand, gave his hand a squeeze, and he squeezed my hand back and looked up at me. And I said, He's really fucked up that song for you. <laughs> and my dad laughed because there's a rule in our family you always do the joke. Don't matter. Yeah. Do the joke as you go out. Yeah. And then my dad, my dad did say he was shit at playing that song, <laughs> which was quite sweet. But yeah, you've got to pick. You want to pick a song that you could just ruin for everybody <laughs> straight away. Pick a song you don't like, but you just never want anyone to listen to it again. <laughs> and that's it. Fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Done. Yeah. I think I think we've nailed two. Yeah. Yeah. For all my brava- bravado, I am a wreck at funerals. Oh, I'm terrible. You know, I do it everything. Everything makes me cry. So fucking yeah, terrible. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm absolutely. I, shit I, I wouldn't even need to know the person. Yeah, my... I would just be. A, it's just a very sad, isn't it? Yeah, just funnily, uh, not funnily. My, I, my, um, uh, my wife was generally, you know, your partner is going to funerals. If, she's, if I'm going and and she's not working, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, she's she's come with me. And one of my friends who passed away, she happened to be there. She was probably more wrecked yeah, than a is, lot of people there, and she'd never she'd never met him. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, yeah, it's, it's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's not many that you go to and you go, well, good innings. <laughs> Fuck it, bye. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be a weird one. That's Fuck the attitude it. I'd want to have, but the reality is not. Yeah, no, at least we both admitted that. No, I'm terrible for it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going just gonna to go in here, definitely going to cry. See you later. <laughs> yeah. All right, and say bye to everybody, John. Does there need to do anything? Do we need... Oh, yeah. by the time you're listening to this, there'll be... A full video version of a previous episode available on the YouTube channel. Exciting. What? Yeah. So if you yeah. want to try watching us instead, do that. It's kind of like a pilot for that in a way. Yes. Uh, and go over to Facebook, join the Facebook group. It's easy. Just go to facebook.com and type in the On Topic Podcast at the top of the page and you'll find us. We're also on Twitter. And if you want to send us an Gmail email, go send it to the On Topic Podcast at gmail.com. Yep. That's it. Oh, and review the bloody episodes just give us like five stars just click it five stars don't have to write anything but you can if you want just go whoa richard sounds fuckable and then move on <laughs> yeah uh we've had a lot of comments saying that uh yeah, no. say bye bye bye, bye. I'll talk to you